his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. America. I am not a number. I am a free man. Wiggins America. The only thing I'm going to need from you guys right now is a cup of coffee. Wiggins. Today's global economy waits for no man. America. Today's global business climate is like, whatever, dude. Politics is a dirty game. I'm not sure we want to play. There are forces here at work that you couldn't possibly understand. You have no idea how high up this goes. Welcome to Wiggins America. Good weekend to you. This is Wiggins America. we got a couple points that I want to make here shortly, and then let's get to Chris Woolsey, who's going to give you some primo suggestions for streaming if you're looking for something to watch tonight. Uh, got you covered. That'll be in the next segment. But first, I want to ask you a couple of simple questions. I don't know how long we'll go on this, because I think that the point kind of makes itself. With Donald Trump, all of the lawsuits that he's facing right now, And bear in mind that he is facing a ton from multiple states, from the federal government, from multiple agencies in the federal government, either trying to keep him off the ballot. Um, All of these things, I would say, now if you're on the left or you just disagree, uh, you might not agree with this. But I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you'd have to at least acknowledge that some of this exists, even in light of maybe agreeing with some of the cases. That this is political persecution through prosecution. Their intent is, A, some headlines and make him look corrupt, which I think we're almost past. I think America at this point has moved past this idea. You either believe that he is or you you don't believe that, oh my gosh, now that he's being prosecuted for having documents from his presidency at Mar-a-Lago, oh, now I think he's corrupt. You know, that's that's not happening. But I think the point is that you'd have to acknowledge that some of this, at least some of this, if not all of this, is political, no matter who you are. And look past the daily news cycle here. Get the big, broad view, because that's what's important. Because they'll, they'll on Fox News, they'll take... Uh, Jonathan Turley and and throw things at him. You know, we on this station all the time, we're we're covering the news. We're looking at individual cases, whether they be the Supreme Court and keeping Trump off the ballot in multiple states or 
the Mar-a-Lago stuff or the Georgia election interference case or the Jack Smith stuff with insurrection, J6 committee. I mean, you name it. All this stuff, we will talk about the details of it. But the most important thing about all of it is not just that they're trying to break his bank. It's not just that they're trying to get the headlines. It's not just that they're trying to keep you thinking that he's corrupt and keep him on his heels. They are trying to do all that. But the most important thing is whatever they can do to keep him from winning in 2024. Now, if you're like, Ryan, that's so obvious. Yes, it is. But we get so lost in the minutia of each individual trial and thing that comes down that I think it's important to say it and then ask this simple question that, again, no matter what you believe about Trump, whether you believe that he's guilty of any of these things or you believe it's all baloney sausage, as we like to say, BS, that it all is political, I'm going to ask you this simple question. No matter where you stand on it, do you think that if he loses this election, so say he is the candidate and whoever the other side is, doesn't really matter whether it's Biden or not, but say he loses in November, do any of these cases continue? I think you know the answer to that question. No, they don't. They pretty much go away. Or they kind of, they tie up the loose end and then it just kind of fizzles. That's why they're trying to fast track all of this. That's why Jack Smith is appealing to the Supreme Court to fast track things. That's why they're trying to move as quickly as they can on all of these cases. Is that they want to keep him either off the ballot entirely, make him ineligible to run under laws that have never been tested before, or just soil him so badly and break his bank so badly that it makes it harder for him to win. If they didn't, they would not be trying to fast-track these things. And you could say, Ryan, no, they're, they're actually trying to fast-track them because they're, they're, they're worried that he's going to become the president. That's my point entirely. This is completely political. If he were not running again, you know, for, you know in your heart of hearts that they would not be doing this stuff to him because he would be yesterday's news. If he loses, all of this goes away. And I would love to hear if you disagree with that and how and why. You think that after an election in which Donald Trump loses and he's not going to run again after 24. I mean, I really doubt it. I could be wrong. But let's say for sure that he doesn't. Do you really think that these prosecutors are going to still go after him as hard as they can. Fannie Willis in Georgia. Uh, the AG, Letitia James in New York. You think all these people who campaigned on bringing him down, do you think that they're really out for justice? Or do you think this is political? The point is so obvious, but I just want to ask it to be sure because it needs to be stated. Wow. Wiggins America. Oh, and by the way, they impeached Trump for doing the same thing, uh, interfering with a candidate in the election. Are you kidding me? Remember that? They actually did that. That was very, very recent. We all remember it. Anyway, I put that little sound there because I wanted to move on. I saw something this week that is so indicative of American society that I thought, gosh, 
I just want to talk about it. And lo and behold, I happen to have a radio show where I can do just that. I saw a clip on the internet of a little girl who was at probably a Christmas concert. Now, I have a six-year-old, so gauging based on my own six-year-old son, I would say that she was younger than him. So she would probably be four or five. And she was up there on the stage. And as usual, when kids go up on a stage, they, they're they looking for their parents, or, and they're kind of confused, especially at that age. They don't know what's going on. The cuteness is watching them on stage and usually messing up. If they do a worse job, it's really the better. But this little girl, she was just kind of standing there and she didn't look like she was, you know, going to cry or anything, but she looked a little nervous. She didn't really know what she was doing standing there. And then she suddenly, you can see in the camera that she suddenly sees her parents and then she just gets so excited. And it's like, relief washes over her. Oh, there you are. Everything's okay. Everything's okay because there you are. I'm in this weird circumstance. I've never been here before. Obviously, she's fine. You know that as the parent. You know that as an adult, that she's fine. She's with other kids. She's just in a circumstance where she's uncomfortable. Well, she gets so relieved to see her parents that she starts to cry. And it's just the sweetest thing in the world. She's weeping on the stage just out of pure joy that she can now see her parents and that everything's going to be okay. I bring this up because as I was watching it, I was thinking, <clears throat> as, as a society now, what we do, because we all, whether you're four years old or you're 40 years old, <clears throat> or you're older than that, you probably are, we still go through those moments. We go through them less as we get older. But we still have moments of uncertainty where we go, oh, no, oh, no, this is not good. And maybe in our heart of hearts, we know that it's going to be okay. Uh, I turn to God every time something like that happens and I go, "Uh, you got this right. And lo and behold, even if I don't hear an audible yes, the answer is yes. So in those moments that we all have, we want security, we want comfort. And what we have done is decided that in those moments, we don't want people to turn to God. We don't peop- want people to like pull themselves up by their bootstraps anymore. We actually want to come along and coddle them and tell them that going through that situation itself is wrong. That you should not have to ever feel uncomfortable. Big Daddy government is here to help you. And so we have replaced God, or even if you want to say this, I I wouldn't say this usually, but I know a lot of people will resonate with this. You replace that perseverance. You take that away from people by providing them comfort, comfort, comfort from government or society in general that says you don't have to and you shouldn't have to ever be uncomfortable. That is impossible, first of all. And second, the more we give ourselves away to the government, usually, the more we lose that freedom to persevere. Perseverance is one of the greatest things that you could ever have in life. It is so, so good for your soul to have overcome something because then you know that the next thing that comes along, it may be hard too, but I know that I overcame that last thing and I know I can do this one too. I may not fully believe that, but I know that I can draw from experience now and say that I did it. And that starts as early as we could crawl. That starts with this four-year-old girl. 
She persevered through that situation on stage. It may look like nothing, but it's a big deal because next time she steps on stage, she'll go, oh, you know what? I'd done this before, and I was fine last time, and I'm going to be fine this time. It may be hard, but I'm going to do it because I know that I have done it, and it is such a great lesson that we all have to learn in life, and you will learn it to some degree or another, but we have too many voices trying to step in and say, you don't have to do that. In fact, you shouldn't even want to do that. We'll take care of you. Just give over yourself to us. Let's take a short break. Got some streaming suggestions coming up with our streaming correspondent. Right here, next on Wigan. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Well, here's the deal. I know you and I know where you're at. You're, you're going to go home tonight and you're going to sit down and go, man, finally I got some me time and you're going to flip on the TV and then you're going to spend just as much time looking for something to watch as you do watching the thing. And hey, I get it. It's fun sometimes, but I get frustrated when I don't have anything. If I'm in the middle of a great series, then I feel like the world's on fire. Everything's fine. But if I don't know what I'm going to watch, it's almost like anxiety to even turn the TV on. So I wanted to help with that, and that is why Chris Woolsey from Crackle, Chicken Soup for the Soul, and Redbox is here to talk about some streaming recommendations. Chris, thanks for being here. Ryan, thank you so much for having me. This is amazing as always. So as our streaming correspondent, you are here to help. You know, you're here to alleviate some of that anxiety for people when they sit down tonight and they go to flip something on. Let's start with a suggestion that you made that is not necessarily in my wheelhouse. I'm not a big college football guy, although, man, our, my family is ate up by college football. It's just not my thing. So I know that a lot of the people listening, you can't get enough. How is Crackle meeting that need? Yes. So, you know, we just finished the bowl games, uh, college football. If people are fans of it, it, it doesn't get any uh, more of a high point of the season than right now. It is at, at a, uh, a, a furor uh, and just, you know, people are so excited about it. We've got this amazing series. So as we've talked about before, Crackle has original series 
that you can only see on Crackle. And one of these is called Bucket List. And this is hosted by legendary NFL player, The Boz, Brian The Boz Bosworth. And he is spectacular in this. And what he does is he tours the country and he visits all of the greatest college football programs and he interviews coaches and players to ask them why this particular program stadium team should be on every college football fans bucket list to visit in this life well there you um, go yeah it's really fun that that is go ahead no 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 please that is a series that uh, I think would scratch the itch for people who are just getting over the bowl games and looking for more football-related content because uh, I've watched a little bit of it myself. It's very fun, um, even being somebody who's not into I, – I love the stories, and not that this is that, but I love seeing stories about people going and touring different uh, Major League Baseball parks, you know, dad and daughter trips and stuff where they hit all the parks. I think there's some of that in here. Yes, definitely, definitely. And he hits, uh, like you, I'm also not a gigantic college football fan, but I find myself when they're, when they're telling the stories, like uh, he goes to Texas A&M and they talk about the 12th man and how the fans of Texas A&M are just so insane that they consider them the 12th man on the field. And uh, like things like that, I just it, it gets me interested and excited, and I'm like, okay, maybe I maybe I am more interested in college football than I, than I think I am. But he does the Longhorns, he does LSU, Clemson, Georgia Bulldogs, uh, Crimson Tide, Auburn, Oklahoma. Obviously, he was a Sooner himself, so uh, it's it's really fun. E- even if you uh, are not a gigantic college football person i think there's a lot to get out of this series so we're in st louis so there's a little bit of that with the cardinals here and i I would say right now there's a little bit of a a blues buzz in the town uh ever since 2019 we won the stanley cup it's been like oh okay the blues are a team to watch too uh but here it's like the college football thing right in the middle of st louis for some reason it's like we we kind of miss all of it. So if you're attached to a team, it's always fascinating to me to watch those people because they are nuts. Like they're, they're more into the teams than even we are into our professional teams. Yeah. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. My, my dad was way more a college football fan than he ever was a professional football fan. And um, there are people out there that consider them like two completely different sports. Yeah. uh, Simply because one's professional and the other's uh, quote unquote amateur, but the, the level of play. I mean, last night, the, the uh, Michigan-Washington game, I mean, it was spectacular. And the level of play was as good, if not better, than what you would see in the NFL. Exactly. So, okay, so Bucket List is on Crackle if you want to watch that. And like I said, getting involved in a series is always fun because then you can at least stretch it out past one night. But I do have some suggestions for movies here. Now, Chris sent these over. Chris from, uh, from Crackle is who we're talking to right now, if you're listening. Um, Snowy Thrillers channel. So this is a channel that I love because it has the kind of stuff that I really enjoy kind of sitting down and watching. The one that stood out to me most that I was like, let's talk about this one first. Sylvester Stallone, I see you spelled with E Y E S E E Y O U. I see you explain that one. Okay. So this is super fun. So uh, one of the fun things about most of these, uh, snowy thrillers is, they are starring uh, names that you may have known from a different film, but they're gigantic 
action star names, Jean, uh, Jean Renault, uh, Tom Berenger, Anthony Hopkins. And then this is, uh, as you rightly mentioned, Sylvester Stallone. But this particular uh, film is packed with celebrity names. So you've got uh, Sly, you've got Chris Christopherson, Tom Berenger is also in this one. Um, Jeffrey Wright from the Batman, who I think is one of the greatest actors working today. Uh, Robert Patrick, um, who played the liquid metal police uh, cop from T2. Uh, <laughs> so many great names in this. And what it is, is uh, you, you find out that Stallone is a, a detective uh, who years before was involved in a case that is now coming back to haunt everybody who was involved. So nine police officers in the last year had been murdered and all of them are connected to this case. And Stallone is trying to figure out um, exactly what is going on and who this serial killer is before he becomes the 10th name on that list. It's really taught, very fun, very, very Stallone. If you rewind in my personal life back to me as a teenager or in my 20s, if I would go back and tell myself, you know what genre you're going to be real into? Thrillers. I would have thought, no way. I loved comedy. I loved the goofy stuff. And now every night I go home and I'm like, let's find a thriller. Let's find an old thriller. I don't care. I just want more thrillers. So this, this category really hits me right in between the eyes. I am the same way. I don't know why, but it, for whatever reason, the older I get, the more thrillers appeal to me. Um, on Redbox, we just got, uh, oh God, I mean, we have just tons and tons. Uh, one called Frost uh, that's both on Crackle and Redbox right now. That one is spectacular. Um, again, a, a snowy thriller, but um, we just have tons and they're all for free all the time. So it's a perfect marriage. That's one of the reasons I like having you on is because the stuff that we talk about is all free. You don't have to be a subscriber to anything to watch these movies that we're suggesting or these series that we're suggesting. Chris is from Redbox and well, there are some that you could pay for on Redbox, obviously, but there's a big free category there that I tap into pretty often. Crackle and chicken soup for the soul. Anything else we should highlight before we run out of time? Um, Gosh, uh, there. Uh, so another great series. Uh, I don't. I think we may have talked about this before, but um, if you guys like uh, things like Lord of the Rings, we have this great series called Cossacks. Uh, that is a Ukrainian um, fantasy adventure series, and it is just crushing the charts on Crackle right now. Uh, we have uh, twelve episodes, all free. If you, like I said, if you like Lord of the Rings fantasy type adventure. This is the one, and it's great for the whole family. Super fun. So spell that for me just to make sure we get the name right. Sure. Cossacks. C-O-S-S-A-C-K-S. Okay. All and right. it's, the, the cool thing about it was it's shot just before the Russian invasion in the Ukraine, and it's almost an entirely Ukrainian cast, some of who are actually on the front lines right now fighting to defend the country. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty good stuff. That's crazy. Well, Chris, I appreciate you being our streaming correspondent and all the suggestions that you bring to us once a month, and we will look forward to not only catching up on these titles, but whatever you have in February. Oh, man, we've got, we'll have all the rom-coms for you for uh, the romance of February and Valentine. You know what's funny, Chris, is that my co-host here, who slips in here pretty often, his name is Old Roy. He is the most stoic guy and all he watches is rom-com. So I'm thinking, well, that's not really our audience, but it's literally one of the guys in the room. It's all he watches. So I guess we will have to talk about that. 
Oh, done and done. We, we will have a truckload for you. All right, Chris, thank you so much for your time. Crackle, Redbox, and, of course, all the ones we talked about today were on Crackle, so check those out. Bucket List, Cold Blood, and the one we've talked about with uh, Sylvester Stallone, ICU, Blood and Money, just a couple of the titles. All right, Chris, we will talk to you next month. Thanks, Ryan. Look forward to it, my friend. This is Wiggins America. We will be right back. We're going to solve the hunt. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Biden fiasco from this week. It seems like ages ago now, doesn't it? We'll have Trisha come in. We'll talk about that in just a minute. And I guarantee you that we will make sense of it. I backtrack on that guarantee. Uh, We're going to do that next. Right now, I wanted to bring up just a couple of news stories that have flown under the radar a little bit. One of them a really big deal. Actually, both of them probably a pretty good big deal. Let's start with this one from the New York Post. Initial U.S. employment reports for 2023 are out now. Now, this is the real ones, and and I guess real is subjective because when they release their initial projections, it's almost right after the month ends. So, you know, at the end of January, the White House or whoever is going to come out and say, okay, this is how many jobs that Joe Biden created in January. Well, that's a projection based on what they think is going on. No matter with the, the administration, every administration does this. They will give you a projection. Then they'll go back and revise it later once they get real hard data. I don't know why they choose to give you the projections. I guess because they want to control the news headlines. Now, every administration does this. I've never seen an administration get it wrong consistently over and over and over in their favor. And nobody seems to ever care or call them on it. It's just spin All this administration does is just say things that they know their friends in the media will carry the water on, and they never get called out. But listen to this. There's something wrong with previous U.S. jobs reports. The government quietly erased, get this, erased 439,000 jobs through November of 2023. A closer look at the numbers from the Bureau of Labor Statistics shows. That means its initial jobs results were inflated by 439,000 positions. 
and the job market is not as healthy as the government suggests. Since the government wiped out 439,000 jobs after the fact, the total percentage of jobs created by the government then is even higher. So they can predict a little bit more about what the government is adding to the economy because they're the ones doing it. They have a harder time gauging what the private economy is doing because they're not doing it. So this matters because U.S. jobs reports move the U.S. markets and U.S. Treasury yields, and they also create a narrative. Lo and behold, they create a narrative, and that is the whole point. Now, if you over and over realize that you're doing it wrong, you're doing these models, these projections that are every time wrong in the same direction. So it's not that it's like, oh, we were under this month and we were over this month, but we're trying to find a mean here. They're always over. You would adjust that if you were honest, but they're not. They're just lying to you to get headlines, to make you feel a different way about the reality of the situation. Um, David Rosenberg, founder of Rosenberg Research Associates, says, quote, it's time to stop trading off the payroll data because it's just false at this point. By his calculations, he says the downward revisions came to an epic 443,000, adding more than 40 percent of payroll growth in 2023 came from the fairy tale tale birth death model the BLS uses to guesstimate its jobs reports. He's going into some pretty serious details here. But ultimately, again, the government sector in December ranked the highest in job creation. It created 52,000 jobs in December. So breaking this all down, basically what this is saying is that over and over and over, the Biden administration is getting the numbers wrong on purpose to get garner headlines, to influence markets, and it's all BS. And they should be called out on this because it has been so consistent. And by the way, all the job creation, I shouldn't say all, the majority, the vast majority of job creation is happening through government jobs. That is your tax money creating jobs that really don't add anything. I mean, they're services a lot of times, but they're not generating anything because government can't generate anything on its own. It's only reusing resources that you've already sourced. So that's the first story. The second, real quickly here, there is still no agreement on the budget. Now, they, they're feigning like there is, but there is no agreement, which makes it look more and more like there's going to be a government shutdown on January 19th. And the hardliners are the same voices that you would have known from before. Chip Roy, Anna Paulina Luna, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Andy Biggs, Paul Gosar, among others who are saying, no, we are not going to vote for this budget. Yes, there are some things in it that we like that are better, but no, it is not doing enough. So are we going to have a government shutdown? I don't know, but I guarantee you it's going to be one of the biggest stories of either next week or next weekend because the media will make it like it's Armageddon if the government shuts down. That's what they always do. That's their playbook. Hang on. Stick around. Trisha coming in studio next. We have a hunter sighting today. Oh, boy. He's back, I think, to complain about being compelled to testify. But he's still in defiance of the spina. And and that is the important and uh, undeniable fact here. He's defying a lawful congressional subpoena. So I support the oversight and Judiciary Committee efforts to hold him in contempt. We have to do this. This is our role. It's our responsibility. We're not taking any pleasure in this. This is not political. 
That's Mike Johnson, of course, who had to be as shocked as anyone when Hunter Biden walked into his own funeral. <laughs> That's it's, It is amazing what politics has become. Trisha is here. Hey. Were you paying close attention Wednesday morning? I to watched the, it. You did. Mm-hmm. Were you watching it because you work in politics or because it was a sideshow? What drew you to watch it? Uh, Brad came by my office and said, this is happening. And I thought, huh, let me check this out. And then once I started watching it, it was like a train wreck. Yeah, it really was. It It was a short, yeah, it was a short train wreck too. I think if it would have gone on five minutes longer, I probably would have turned it off. Uh, but it was enough of a spectacle too. It absolutely was. Well, that was the point of it was to be a spectacle. Yeah. A little bit of a timeline. So if you didn't see this Wednesday morning, it's really not going to change your life, but it is high theater and politics when they meet. I mean, it, that's the stuff we, that we kind of live for here, you yeah. know, it, it, for better or worse. I mean, it kind of is. And what happened was they started this hearing to hold to vote on whether to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress for not appearing for the subpoena. So then Hunter Biden walks into his own hearing and obviously nobody except for a couple of Democrats knew that this was going to happen. And so Nancy Mace then starts speaking and just starts tearing him a new one. Mm-hmm. And she's off the cuff. And that's kind of why it was interesting is because it was so off the cuff. Well, it was weird. He walked in and he was just sitting there in the audience like he was just somebody that showed up. Yes. It wasn't like he came as a guest of honor. He was yeah. like, it was obvious, obviously for attention and to get everybody riled up. But he sat in the middle of the room somewhere. It's not like he came in and stood in the back or went straight to the front. He sat in the middle and kind of just smugly sat there until they started talking about the fact that he was there. And then he got up and left. Does the angle that apparently he's doing a documentary about himself play into this for you? I don't know how. It's narcissism, right? I guess so. The whole thing is just silly to me. I don't know how people get away with what they get away with. I almost feel obligated to talk about it, but also angry that it happened. I just can't imagine. This is just the elites being more elite than ever. I can't imagine you or I being in a situation like Hunter Biden's in with a lot of serious criminal charges just, you know, sitting right at our doorstep. And us just like walking in and out of courtrooms or hearings or this, oh, that, yeah. and the other thing with a camera crew and... <laughs> What, are, what is happening here? This I is heard, nonsense. I heard Nancy Mays, to your point, say, you are the epitome of white privilege. Yes. And I'm like, actually, yes. that's not wrong. I don't know that I'd say white privilege, but just privilege. privilege. Yes. And the, I mean, she's using their terms on purpose. Mm-hmm. But the, the epitome of privilege, you are it. I mean, and n- nobody has, has made a mockery of all of this more than you have. And it's obvious that... He wasn't intending to. He's just that much of a train wreck. And now he's kind of embracing being a train wreck and saying, oh, OK, well, I'm a I'm basically a reality TV star at this point. But this, the charges are serious. You know, mm-hmm. he, it's like and I can't imagine this is his actual strategy, but the strategy may be working that if you can make this so ridiculous that America just kind of rolls their eyes at it. Then you forget that we're talking about actual bribery charges. Yeah, you make it less serious but right? in some way. I get what you're saying. I mean, I'm yeah. almost coming to that conclusion as we're talking. It's not something that mm-hmm. I think they've thought about or that we've talked through. But as we talk about how ridiculous it is, it's almost as if that might work.
I guess so. I don't know. I I've been over the it it just goes back. We talk about this and for a lot of people, for a lot of things. But it, some people just don't get in trouble for what they do. Yeah. And I've a long time ago put to rest the fact that Hunter Biden isn't going to get in trouble, that Joe Biden isn't going to get in trouble, that honestly for as much riffraff as they put Donald Trump through, he's really not going to get in trouble for anything if he did anything wrong. These people just don't really get in trouble. They put on these spectacles. We watch it on TV. We get paid to cover it. You know, we live for it. But nothing ever really changes. Like, the hunters still get to float in and out. Totally. Totally. And that's... that's, I'm tired. (laughs) No, it's exhausting. But I think that what you're saying is America. Yes. America is just tired of it. And more so than ever, we're seeing... It's not as if this stuff has never gone on behind closed doors. In the history of all world politics, no, there's just cameras everywhere. There's now. always been corruption. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not going to say that America's been, you know, so city on a hill that we've never had corruption in this country. It's just that it's always been hidden, and now it's not. Well, we have access to information. The internet made it. Everybody's got a camera on their phone. Everybody's got. It's easy to see what's going on everywhere all the time. Yeah. And it, it's it's weird how, you know, there's there's like a, a rule in physics that there are certain particles that they react a certain way until you measure them, then they react differently because you've measured them. It's like that's the way it is with cameras. This stuff was always happening, but now that you see it, it's like they're also performing there's backward for you. There's a theater element to it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, just the timeline, again, with the Hunter Biden thing, just if, if again, if you miss the whole thing, you don't know what we're talking about. So Nancy Mace rips him a new one. And then he's sitting there, of course, he, and he's not speaking. He's just like you said. He's just sitting there kind of listening and being taped for his own documentary about himself. And then a couple of Democrats speak, Jamie Raskin and Jared Moskowitz, apparently were the main two who knew he was going to come. And I watched Jared Moskowitz speak about, well, hey, James Comer, you're the head of this committee. You said he could show up anytime, and now here he is. And I thought, you know, putting aside R&D for a second, that's actually not a bad point. I mean, it's theater, but if you were going to make a slam dunk, there mm-hmm. it was. And so now he's here. Now what are you going to do? You wanted him here. Yeah. Now what now are you going to do with falls it? Falls in your court. And I thought as I'm watching it, okay, you've made a point. I'm trying to put aside the labels for a second and view this as a Democrat or just as a as casual observer and say, you made a point. He is here. Now you've taken him all, everybody by surprise. That's obviously not the way that they were hoping it for it to happen. But now that he's here, what are you going to do? And then I thought he's he's kind of got a point. Okay, he's got mm-hmm. his point. We'll see what they do with it. Then Marjorie Taylor Greene starts talking. And Hunter Biden and his entire entourage get up and leave. Mm-hmm. And I thought the entire point you were trying to make... Is just undone as soon as you stood up and walked out. I completely agree. Gone. Yeah, gone. Gone. Because mm-hmm. you were there to do this and say, okay, I'm here to take your heat. Mm-hmm. Fine, bring it. The minute... This person starts speaking, who admittedly is like the AOC catnip for the left. Yes. Yeah. Sure. But the minute she starts speaking, you leave, you've undermined your entire point. So back to like just bringing it back down away from what have we become. That moment itself, the whole thing itself kind of was a loss in my opinion, for Hunter Biden. I think for everybody lost. Okay. I thought the whole situation, I don't think Republicans looked good. I think, 
I think it was a loss for Hunter, and maybe it does hurt uh, Joe a little bit. But I think nobody really got anything out of that. Well, the only news I can break here for you, if you haven't been paying attention, is that apparently the White House's aides didn't know anything about this. So they don't know whether or not Joe knew. And really, did does Joe know whether Joe knows? Probably not. Either way, it looks like his crew's a little ro- gone, a little rogue. Yeah, it is does. Is the part that doesn't look great for it him. It does. <laughs> my my, <laughs> I'm not somebody who's like, oh, the hallowed chamber. How could they do this? And I mentioned on the Annie Fry show this week. Even when John Fetterman, they were voting on the the rules for decorum of how to wear mm-hmm. your clothes and stuff. I was like, this is just stupid. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really care. I get people saying. We we would sh- should not wear sweatshirts, but I don't really they care do that much. In, yeah, they do these in, this in state legislators too. Legislators, yeah, yeah, yeah they me. do. Uh, where they start enforcing dress codes, and I think, what are we wasting? Our, uh, yeah. Are we paying for this? Are we paying our tax dollars going to your salary for this? Like, what are you doing? It seems like it it, it is important to those people, but as a representative of me, uh-huh. I don't care. I genuinely do not care. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wear pants, please. Just, I, other yeah, than that, I don't want, care. Uh, but just just do the job, mm-hmm. and let's not go crazy on the details. So, with that in mind, I'm not like a respect the sanctity of this hallowed chamber person but i still was watching that and going we've hit a new point here it's low yeah it's pretty low Mm -hmm. it's pretty stupid and my fear is but also a little bit of like stepping away from just politics and just being a a tv observer i'm like ooh, is this a new era for this kind of stuff because i'll admit it is more interesting Mm -hmm. but it's not really accomplishing anything Uh -uh. it is lowering the bar it's bad for our country yeah All right, we're at the top of the hour. Let's take a break. We will be right back with more Wiggles America. Get more at 971talk.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.